Hey, shout out to my holla at you. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Rebecca Black, that song? You cannot let me forget that song. That's your all-time favorite. Friday. Friday. How many Rebecca Blacks would you give Friday. by Rebecca Black? Is that a recursive? What's going on here? How much would you rate the song Friday by Rebecca Black? In How Rebecca many? Black's? Yeah. Well, I guess it's the perfect Rebecca Black song, right? So you're giving it five, right? Not familiar with your rating system here. It's one through five. For Rebecca Blacks. Yeah, sure, dude. Whatever's going to make rate, you stop talking about Rebecca Blacks. You rate songs in Rebecca Blacks. <laughs> and you give it five, right? Right? Yeah. All right, I give it five, too. You combine them. That's ten out of ten Rebecca Blacks for the song. Friday. By Rebecca Black. Friday. Friday. Another shorty episode. I don't know what you think this is, but we're actually doing a shorties episode right now. I don't know about you, but every time I hear shorties... That's it, like show days, right? Shut up, Dad. Yeah, that's the way it is. Hey, shout out to my highlights. I spell them S H O R T I E S. They should be spelled S H A W T Y S. Here, now. That's what this one is called. Directed by a fellow by the name of Eric Drath. And it's about Peter Rose. I'm a blue collar guy. I mean, I'm I'm not the type of guy that's going to go with a suit and tie on and have three or four bodyguards. And that's the fun part about the shorties again. You get that name, I'm like, all right, here now, what's this one going to be about? Ooh, trying to think. Is it like a boxer who got real messed up early in his career and he's still here now? That's <laughs> oh, Pete Rose in Vegas. And in a, like, in first scene, Pete Rose in a mall in Vegas. And you go, uh-oh. <laughs> Pete Rose is in Vegas. He's in Las Vegas. That's where Pete Rose's are. This was made like a brown 10 years ago. So let's keep in mind that everything happening in here is uh, is like a, a decade old. But I wouldn't be surprised if Pete's doing the same thing. Do you want to know? Yeah. All right. Let's go on a little fun tangent here. Whoa. Wait. We need to establish what he's doing right now. Nope. We don't. We're going to okay. go on this fun little tangent. Whoa. We're getting on the go through Just time? a couple months ago, you know, in my role as big time sports radio host. Right. I was out in Las Vegas. Right. At the MLB winter meetings. Oh, I forgot about that. And in between the cheaper hotel where I was staying and the big hotel where all the winter meeting stuff was going on, where we had to go there, there's a walkway, which is also a mall because it's Vegas and everything has to be tacky AF. Sure. And in that mall is a little sports memorabilia store that had a sign out front that said, Pete Rose, sign and autographs. And that was the exact same store and the exact same sign what? that is in this documentary. Wow. Whatever, 10 years later or however long ago this documentary was made, he's not only still doing the same stuff, it's still at the same place and they haven't even changed the damn sign. You saw this documentary with your own eyes live. It was like you watched a live performance of it. <laughs> it, was, it was a little strange seeing that because that's the very first scene is him walking into that. I'm like, wait, that looks familiar. Oh, yeah. He was still doing exactly this. And, man, it's kind of hard to see how little people care about Pete Rose now, how much of a caricature of himself he's become. 
so Pete, he goes to this, and he's still there, apparently, because this sports memorabilia store, puts up a sign. He's got about five employees, got a hype man that draws people in. Did you see the hype man? Baseball living legend, live in antiquities. Come on in, check it out, guys. Didn't see the hype man. Hey, Peter, 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 hey, Peter Rose. He was there. And that's, again, how, how sad it was. Or maybe that it's just been co- so commonplace. It's been going on for so long in Vegas over there. This is the Major League Baseball winter meetings I was at. Everybody in the baseball world, fans, GMs, agents, media, everybody's there at the same place gathered together. Pete Rose, the all-time hits leader, is there. And everyone's just like, eh, yeah, Pete Rose is signing autographs in the mall later. All right, let's go to the back of the EFCN stage so we can go, woo, and maybe get on TV. I'm really enjoying picturing Pete Rose walk around a mall, maybe get an uh, Orange Julius, pay $5 for one uh, Christie's cookie, uh, maybe get a gyro, a gyro plate with some rice. Probably going to go into Victoria's Secret. I like the person in this documentary who asked if he was Babe Ruth. Because that was obviously the only baseball name they'd heard of. <laughs> are you Babe Ruth? No? Then why are you signing autographs? <laughs> in, in this short documentary, Pete would tell these like little stories. And I wouldn't remember some, some of what he was talking about. But he says something in here that I think is the most depressing sentence in every any documentary we've discussed so far. I would rather be managing a baseball team, to be honest with you. I don't get off work and go to the casino. I get off work and usually go, I hate to say this, to Subway and get me a salad. <laughs> wow. I wrote that down also. It was very, <laughs> it was super poignant. It, it, I think he said it like it was like a routine of his. You know, I go down to Subway and get me a salad. Pete Rose is in so much denial. Wait. It is, it's heavy watching this. I just thought of something, Drew. Subway. Subway. Here's your new pitch man right fucking here. I get off work and usually go, I hate to say this, to Subway and get me a salad. <laughs> yeah, I know the that guy, uh, Jared Fogle, I know he's locked up right now. You got your motherfucking, you got your motherfucking pitch man right here, Subway. Subway. As somebody who loves baseball, this was hard to watch because this whole documentary is just following him around in his daily routine, throwing himself a goddamn pity party every single day. Trying to get around in his own head that he's still the coolest, greatest dude ever to live. And he's not a total degenerate gambler, Drew. He gambled within his means. I went to gambling on us. And I, I tried it. I tried to sit there and I just, you know, this is a real long time ago. And I'm just sitting there and I'm listening to this guy talk about stealing from his mom and his dad and, and, and stealing from this person to go game. I wasn't like that. I, I mean, I, you know, when I gambled, I was gambling within my means. He doesn't even gamble in Vegas, even though he's there every day. Wow, he just a... gets his Subway salad and goes back to his hotel room. I get off work and usually go, I hate to say this, to Subway and get me a salad. That's called a hero, man. He's one of those guys like Donald Trump who just makes their own reality around them yeah. and completely believes it and is just shocked if anybody says anything else. Like, what? No, that, this is exactly how everything is. Why would you look at facts and tell me that's not right? <laughs> Pete hates negativity. I hate negative people. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Me too. Absolutely. Sure, we like to laugh at the guy. He does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He was fucking good. He's the all-time hits leader. And yeah, he did gamble on his own team. And yeah, he was a total scumbag denying it for years and years and years. (laughs) Until someone offered him money to sign baseballs that said, Pete Rose, I gambled on baseball. Yes. I hate negative people. Really? Yes. Did you? Do you have one of those? No, but no. I guess I could have for probably twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing this every day. I walked by the Pete Rose memorabilia table too, and was like, "Yeah, yeah, Pete Rose is there again." What he does is he goes into this memorabilia place, 
And if you buy something, you don't even have to buy Pete Rose merchandise. You can buy something there. You get to sit down and hang out with him for a minute. There's a little, you know, metal bar like a, or a velvet rope or something. And if you buy something, you get to go on the inside of that rope and talk to Pete Rose for a second and get your picture taken with Hey, him. Babe Ruth. Hey, hey, Babe Ruth. Could you sign my uh, Allen Iverson Memphis Grizzlies jersey? Hey, babe. Hey. I hate negative people. And there's so much video of him just sitting at his table while people are obviously shopping around him and nobody's coming over to just to be like, hey, why is this guy sitting at the table? It's it's not what you expect, man. You expect Pete Rose to sign an autograph. There's a huge line of baseball fans. No, he does this every day. So it's just people shopping at the store like, yeah, oh, Pete Rose is sitting over there. Should I buy something so I can go talk to him? you got to buy something if you want to talk to me. Uh, Pete Rose is a guy where it's like, if you just think of something to do to Pete, He's got a price. Oh, yeah. He's got a price. No doubt. But he's also so much in his own head with this pity thing. He says stuff like, A guy could hit three home runs and a double in today's game and run a red light on the way home, and the red light will be on the front page of the paper. One point in this documentary, he says, Other, other, other people get second chances. Alcoholics, drug addicts, spousal beaters. Not gamblers, though. Everybody gets a second chance, but not gamblers. <laughs> what? Pete, you're my favorite baseball player now. Mark Grace, who has his own problems, take a seat. Pete Rose. Oh, nobody has ever given a gambler a second chance in the history of anything. Rapists, Drew. Rapists and murderers. Except for the ones that didn't. But other than those... Gamblers have it tougher than anybody. He also gives good advice. He's got three pieces of advice for anybody. He's got uh, two sets of three pieces of advice. <laughs> One, be aggressive. Two, be more aggressive. And three, never be satisfied. That's the way I played the game. Never satisfied. I know he seems kind of settled into this mall scene. Seems like he's... He's being aggressive. He's so aggressive... <laughs> That he's messing with a dude, giving him shit over his ear gauge. It's like, yeah, how long did that take you? Hey, your ear's pretty messed up. That's not all. He's got three pieces of advice on how to treat somebody. That's right. Let him know. There's only three ways you can treat a person. And if there's a fourth way, when I'm through talking, you tell me the fourth way. Okay? One, you can kick him in the butt. Two, you can pat him on the butt. Three, stick your finger in the butt. <laughs> No, the third one is leave them alone. You can kick their butt, you can pat their butt, or you can leave them alone. That's the only possible ways to treat anybody. I would change leave them alone to don't touch their butt. No, leave them alone. It's like is, the same thing. not touching a butt. Yeah. So one and two, butt stuff. Number three, <laughs> no butt stuff. That's it. How much would he, uh, you have to pay Pete Rose for him to give you butt stuff? <laughs> Wait, is it a kick or a pat? <laughs> This has become like the, the, one of the best episodes. This is probably the best. I haven't even edited this yet. This is my favorite shorty episode so far. It's Pete Rose, man. He won more games than anybody, so he's the ultimate winner. Another quote of his. <laughs> he's a closer to right with that one than with anything else he's said. Ultimate winner. I believe he actually says, I was a winner, which... I was a winner. You can see a little bit of the sadness creeping up in there. <laughs> and that is Pete Rose here now. And it's that was here now 10 years ago. And it's still here now. You can still go to Vegas. You can still go to Vegas and see that exact same memorabilia booth with that exact same sign that said <laughs> Pete Rose signing autographs from this time to this time. Or maybe he'll tell you that, you know, some guys just can't stand the heat. And on his way out of the memorabilia shop, he'll fist bump the fake Elvis. Keep on walking. 
Here Now by Eric Draft. Now, Drew, it's a shorty doc, so we rate these in Baby Herd songs. I'm going to give this one through three Baby Herd songs. You're going to give this one through three Baby Herd songs. Combine them like, uh, like, like Pete Rose at a horse track for best out of six Baby Herd songs. My only complaint about this is that it's not four hours of Pete Rose <laughs> wandering around a mall, which I can watch feverishly. I give this three baby heart songs. You know, Pete Rose looks down on horse track gamblers because they're not gambling within their means. Oh, they're just throwing money away <laughs> on the horses. I love it that like... And they'll th- never get a second chance. It's so sad. I love it how he's like, don't fucking judge me for being a gambler. And then the next sentence is him like, fuck those guys. <laughs> I hate negative people. You know, when we came into this episode, I was ready to give this maybe one and a half Baby Herzogs. There's not much to this, Shorty. (laughs) It really is just showing Pete Rose sitting in his memorabilia booth in Vegas and talking to people. That's the entirety of this thing. Yeah. But now that we got out here and talked about it and what a perfect view into the head of one of the greatest. Don't forget, he was one of the greatest baseball players. He's legitimately amazing. Ever. It's perfect. It's perfect. Like you said, all three baby hurt songs. <laughs> That's you get them, Pete. You're a winner. You're the all time winner. <laughs> you did it, Pete. I was a winner. It wasn't sad at all. This right here is probably his greatest victory. This was real sad. This document. <laughs> you can take your three baby hurt songs with my three baby hurt songs. You got six baby hurt songs. Perfect shouty shouty. All-time hits leader. <laughs> Folks, uh, for all you who are struggling with gambling addiction, uh, our hearts go out to you. Just be aggressive, uh, be more aggressive, and never be satisfied, even if you win a game. And while you're being aggressive, you can either kick them in the butt, pat them on the butt, or lick their asshole. That's all for this. <laughs> here now. <laughs> Eric Drass. That's where we're at. We're here now. You want to say it? You want to say it? Shorty? No, what do I say at the end of every episode? I get off work and usually go, I hate to say this, to Subway and get me a salad. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. And keep on docking. If you want to put something on my tombstone that was very important to me, it's 1972. That's how many winning games I played in. So that makes me the biggest winner in the history of sports. No one else can say that. No basketball or hockey players are going to win 1,900 games. I was a winner. <laughs>